If you have your Bible, turn with me to Matthew chapter chapter 13, and uh, just going to be reading one verse, just going to read verse 33. Matthew chapter 13, and just verse 33. Let us hear God's word tonight. Another parable he spoke to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till it was all Leavened. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word tonight and for the inspiration of it. And now may it speak to our hearts and lives in such a way that we are challenged, that we are changed, and that we may never get over it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are continuing our series, uh, Jesus Class 101. It's on the parables. Uh, we know that Jesus was, we believe, the greatest teacher that ever was, and he primarily taught through parables. And so we have been looking at some of these parables. Uh, we did not get to cover all, or we have not been able to cover all, but we are trying to cover right many of them, and uh, I think uh, we'll continue at least through next week. Um, but uh, the parable, a parable is a story that illustrates a truth that points to a deeper truth. And so the deeper truth that these parables are illustrating, we believe, is the kingdom of God, or in Matthew's case, he mostly refers to it to as the kingdom of heaven. And so uh, whenever Jesus teaches about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, he is using illustrations or using certain stories that will help make a point that will lead to the deeper point of the kingdom of God. Now that first uh, week we talked about how the kingdom of God is like a big part party and uh, y'all know what to do because it's party time. Amen. All right. Good, good. You're still with me on that. And then uh, we looked at uh, the fact that we are like God's great pearl, that we are the pearl um, that God gave it all for, that God paid the ultimate price for when he gave his only begotten son for us. We talked about the prodigal son and the other son, the one that stayed but still didn't quite have it right with the relationship with God and what we learned from that. And then we talked uh, about, we talked about the parable of the lampstand and that you don't cover it. Pastor Kim talked about don't hide the glow and don't hide your glow. And, and then we talked uh, this past week about uh, the barren fig tree and that we are supposed to produce fruit, that we are supposed to live as a disciple and we are to be making disciples, being a disciple and making disciples, and that's how we produce fruit. And so today we're going back to look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 33, and it's known as the parable of the leaven, or the parable of yeast. Um, he told them still another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Now, um, you know, I love how Jesus took practical things and made kingdom principles or kingdom points out of those. And here he does something that the people at that time would have known all about, especially any of the women of those days that would have been baking bread because they knew what a little bit of yeast 
added to the dough, added to the flour would do. Now, here's the thing. So leaven or yeast causes bread to rise and expand uh, by permeating the flour. It's added to the dough, and during that, it's almost like it's a tiny little, um, uh, I, I hate to use the word fungus, but it's typed, it's, they are tiny organisms that actually uh, begin to eat at the dough, and as they eat at the dough, uh, they expel gas. Now, I couldn't help. <laughs> oh, Lordy, I was like, I'm going to have fun with this one. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's like these tiny little organisms are either burping or maybe, uh, well, anyway, but, um, but there, uh, and what it is, it causes a fermentation that causes a carbon dioxide gas that makes the dough then porous, become porous, and therefore it rises or it expands. And so this is a known fact that if they were baking bread, and we know there were certain times that they would have the Feast of Unleavened Bread and things uh, to represent whenever they left Egypt and they had to leave so fast the bread didn't have time to rise and that kind of thing. But, but for most of the times, and, and they, they knew that there were some leavens that were seen as harmful. In fact, Jesus in one place warns them of the leaven of the Pharisees and but this is the place where this is a good leaven and he says that the kingdom of God is like leaven in the bread and I don't know about you all but I like some bread I mean I love me some bread I, I love I love any kind of bread there is pretty much sourdough bread wheat bread uh king's Hawaiian bread somebody say hallelujah I mean I, I, and, and now you can't find it. You can find it in the rolls and all that, but the big round loaf that we like to use for communion, we can't find it anywhere right now. And uh, Lord have mercy, the worst part of the global crisis, no Hawaiian bread. But anyway, um, the uh, supply chain crisis, whatever. But, but, but here's the thing I want us to be. We want to be kingdom bread. We want to be kingdom bread, and it, what is needed and necessary is God's leaven placed in that bread. And so let's look at for a few minutes tonight, how does God's leaven make us into kingdom bread? Number one is this. God's leaven must be spread throughout every part of our lives. If his leaven is the kingdom of God, and I love what one preacher said, that the kingdom of God... A good way to remember what the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of God is anywhere that Jesus is in charge. Anywhere in our life, in our church, in our world, anywhere in our society, the places where Jesus is in charge is the kingdom of God. And, and if the kingdom of God is that, and it's like leaven, then that means that leaven has to be spread through every part of our life. Look, it says, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. The woman worked, and she uh, needed that dough and that flour to work the leaven into every part of it. Because had she not done that, only part of the bread would rise. And so we need God's leaven, God's kingdom. We need Christ ruling in every part of our lives. Now, see, we're in a society these days that likes to compartmentalize everything. And what ends up happening is that church is often just another extracurricular activity. 
We do it with our kids. That church is just another thing along with scouts and along with uh, school and along with science club and along with sports and everything else. And we do it as adults sometimes along with our other activities that we're a part of. But that's not what God intended for his leaven to be. He wants it to permeate through every part of our life. It should permeate into our marriage. It should permeate on our work, on our job, every part. That's why the Bible says Matthew and Matthew um, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 of chapter 6 but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. I had a guy one time not long back asked me he was talking about some he said man I just keep getting into these bad relationships and, and he was especially talking about bad relationships uh and, and with with women and he kept talking about that and man that's just not working the job thing's just not working and all of that and then he was like so i, I don't know what i need to do and everything and i i, I kind of maybe ought to try church or whatever and and i said well i'm just and i quoted this verse i quoted this verse i said here's the thing you have to make god a part of your whole life instead of doing everything else and just saying, well, God's over here. No, it ne he needs to be a part of every part of our life. He needs to be the leaven through every part of our flour, of our dough, our work, our family, our personal lives, all of it. Number two is this. God's leaven can raise us up. Just like the leaven makes bread rise, without it, bread would be flat. And let me tell you something. God's kingdom is now and not yet. We need to remember that. I think a lot of people think, well, God's kingdom, I'm looking forward to it in the sweet by and by. And don't get me wrong. I am. What a day it will be. Amen? But I also need some of God's kingdom now. And wherever it's for now as well. It's for now, and, and he can raise us up in whatever ways that the enemy has tried to flatten us, has tried to come against us. He has come against our families. He has come against, Lord, in my case, he comes against my vehicles. I mean, I, I need somebody just to do a blessing over vehicles for me. We may have to have that one day when I get back. I don't know. But, but the thing is, he's going to try to come over every part of your life to flatten us. But look at what John 10, verse 10 says. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I come, I have come, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Let me tell you something. The enemy's going to try to flatten us. But listen, if I remember correctly, he said, the spirit of the one that raised Jesus from the dead, that same spirit is in you. Amen? Amen. And if he's in us, then the kingdom is now and we don't have to be flat on our face anymore because of what the enemy's done. We can rise up. We can be raised up with him here and now in whatever situation we find ourselves in. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. We have to tr stop trying to do it on our own. And we have to add some leaven to the bread. Amen? We have to add some leaven to the bread. Number three is this. God's leaven is what expands the kingdom 
through us. Now, I want you to hear all of that statement there. God's leaven is what expands the kingdom through us. It's not just what's going to expand the kingdom without us. Now, don't get me wrong. If we're not going to do it, God's going to find a people that will. Amen? Uh, God's always looking for a people. And if we're not going to be that people, he'll find a people that will obey and will submit and will go and do what he sent them to do. But I don't know about y'all. I want to be that people. Amen? I want to be a part of God's work in the world. Look, this vacation Bible school is called Monumental, and it's talking about the great things that God has done. And I just want to tell you a few marvelous things that are out there that we've already seen this week of expanding the kingdom. If you walk out there, I think it's still out there, all that food that these youngins, I still call them youngins, but anyway, that these youngins, these children and their families are bringing all that food out there for courage to nourish to make sure that children in schools have good meals on the weekends and during the summer and other times. All, all of that. And folks, that's expanding the kingdom. That's putting leaven into the dough of this world and expanding the kingdom. Right over here, this right here, is, uh, it started way down here. The mountain man started way down here. And the kids have been bringing change every day. They brought pennies the first day. I know I'm getting, the cameramen are probably going crazy right now. But anyway, the, the, they, brought, they brought pennies the first day. Uh, the boys and girls, they're against each other. By the way, the girls are winning right now. So if you have children or kids and, and that are in Bible school and they're boys, go ahead and write some big checks for tomorrow, okay? But anyway, all right, but... Um, but, but but they, they put in the, the, the uh, pennies, then nickels, then dimes, and then the, days were, the day was quarters. Did you know they brought in $900 worth of quarters today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're building a well. We're building a well in, in the little village of Kapui in Guyana. And it's going to be about $5,000. And, and their, they were, their goal was to raise 2000 and, and there, it was 1,958 is what was today into today. And then another 30-something dollars came in this afternoon. Hallelujah. We're getting there. We're getting there. And, and, and somebody has already told us that they would match it, and we've already had some up. We're going to hit the 5,000. Folks, that's monumental. Amen? God's doing good things. That's expanding the kingdom of God. And we get to be a part of that. And I don't know about you, but it's exciting to be a part of that. Folks, this was never meant to keep to ourselves. The expansion of the kingdom comes from sharing from one to the other. Now, I've been watching some YouTubes and, and studying and on, on this leaven and yeast stuff, because honestly, I didn't know anything about it before. But I love what one preacher by the name of Tyler Scarlett said, a Baptist preacher. We love Baptists, amen. And, um, and, and, and Tyler Scarlett said this, and I'd, ne I, I'd never thought of it like this, but anyway, he said he had actually done, he had done a study of how many times the Bible would use the word yeast in this verse, and then how many times the Bible would use leaven. And the Bible, and almost all of them, they either use yeast or leaven, so they use those interchangeably. But he saw one, and it was from the Wycliffe Bible, which was about 300 years before the King James. 
about 300 years before the King James. And that one used neither, uh, the words that it used was neither yeast or leaven. It actually used sourdough. And he said that whenever he studied on that, what it was saying was the yeast or the leaven or the sourdough that was used to cause the rising in that bread that he's talking about here was a dough that has to come from another dough. Y'all remember that friendship bread? Some people do those friendship breads that make the sourdough bread. And you sit there and you knead it and then you share it with your friends some and they make some and make some from that. He said that's what Jesus was talking about. The leaven of the kingdom has to be shared. It's passed on from one to the next to another. And folks, to expand the kingdom, that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. And listen, we had the greatest news, the marvelous things to share. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, Paul writes and, and says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power. And a lot of people leave this last person off. I mean this last part off. According to the power that works in us. Folks, we have to be sharing the exceedingly, abundantly, above great things that God's doing in our life and passing that on to others. Sam Metcalf tells about visiting the Glasgow Cathedral. He said it was this great, beautiful cathedral but it had dwindled down to under 200 members in this huge cathedral in Glasgow. And he said, though, right outside, within just a few miles, there were over 50,000 students that were attending the university there. And so he said that they went and, and asked uh, some of the the pastor or the uh, rector there at the Glasgow Cathedral said, what, are y'all doing anything to reach the 50,000 students that are all around, around you and in your reach? And he said, oh yes. We decided that what we would do, most of our vic vicars wear uh, vestments that are either dark or gray, or black. And we decided that we would add color to the vestments. And they said, you know what? We think that'll help us reach these 50,000 students. Folks, I'm here to tell you, it's going to take more than adding color to our vestments, or to our signs, and don't get me wrong, I'm a marketing guy. And you ask Amy, I'm always like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. But it's going to take a lot more than that to grow the kingdom of God. That's all good stuff. But it's going to take us going out and sharing one to another. Just like that friendly bread. Is that what it's called? Friendly bread? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that friendship bread. There you are. Friendly. I don't know where I got that from. 
that friendship bread one to the other. It is time to spread some leaven and let's be the kingdom bread that shares itself with others. Let us stand. Let us pray. Lord, tonight, maybe there's some folks here that feel like life has flattened them, that the enemy's got us down, and we just need to take some time tonight to let you raise us up. Maybe that life itself has somehow knocked us down. Lord, we just, Lord, I just pray that you whisper to their hearts and lift them up tonight. Maybe there's some, Lord, that we've kind of got into the habit of just thinking that the kingdom would spread itself. But no, Lord, it's time for us to be the leaven and let those great works work in us so that we can expand your kingdom. And maybe there's some of us, Lord, that we've compartmentalized that leaven and we're only keeping it in certain parts of our life. But, Lord, it's time for us to seek first the kingdom Lord, let all of those other things come to us. Tonight is the night, God, so that we can be the kingdom bread that you've called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen.